0: In the name of the one true God who is God the Son and God Spirit. All right. Please be seated. You know, I wish you were all here this morning at seven o'clock. Um, you know all the trouble we had with the sound last week with me and the singers. Well, I walked in the door and here was Father in church and he, he just His hand. He said, All right, all you sound demons, get out of here. And they all. So he fixed it all up. There you go. Transfiguration. It's a perfect lead in to Lent and the Easter season. I know, we just put the Christmas ornaments away and it's time for Easter. That's the way it goes. And I struggled with this when I first saw what the reading was. I said, oh boy, the transfiguration. What can I tell you, congregation, that you don't already know about the transfiguration, but let's see what happens. There's all sorts of viewpoints by theologians, Bible scholars, historians, over the last thousand years about what this whole story is about and why it's still important today. (coughs) I'm sorry, it is important today. Jesus went up on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. So right away, your antennas should go up. Oh, Peter, James, and John. Often referred to as the inner circle. Um, When they are together with Jesus, something big is going to happen. You can depend on it. A couple other examples. Um, When Jesus goes to raise Jairus' daughter from the dead, he brings these three with him. And after the Last Supper, when all the disciples went to the Mount of Olives, he took Peter, James, and John with him to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. So we know something big is going to happen here, right? Up on top of this mountain, it's believed to be Mount Tabor. Um, some scholars think that Jesus went up there to pray for these three disciples that they would finally understand who he is Uh, just a couple pages before this story in Luke Peter has acknowledged at Caesarea Philippi that Jesus is the Messiah the son of the living God and the other disciples are uh, kind of agreeing But they don't really know what that means because they still are looking for a messiah that's going to be a military and political leader that'll drive the Romans' occupation away and free them. But they don't comprehend that Jesus' real mission on earth all along has been not to free the Jewish people from the Romans, but instead to free everybody who has ever lived is living now and will live after us from our two greatest enemies, sin and death. Now there's a whole other school of thought of scholars that think that Jesus went up on this mountain to get affirmation from his father to take the next big step in his mission, in his ministry, to go freely to Jerusalem to be betrayed, to be put on trial, Condemned to be scourged and crucified only to rise again on the third day to conquer sin and death for mankind forever. But in any case, this is no accident. It's kind of like we've been studying in our Bible study that the cross was not an accident. It didn't just happen. It had been planned for hundreds a thousand years. And in this new covenant, Jesus has fulfilled the law and prophets for all time. That's why Elijah, Moses and Elijah leave. While Peter, just like all the other disciples, he wants this moment to last. Oh, let me build a booth for you three guys and we can stay up here and have a picnic. You know, No, we have to move. We ha- I have to go to Jerusalem. You have to come with me. You all have to be there so this is not an accident and Jesus Jesus didn't just think to himself well I'll go up on this mountain with my three pals and something cool is going to happen no that's not what happened we hear the voice of God the Father this is my son, my chosen one listen to him and therein lies the problem because they're not listening they're hearing yeah I'm hearing But they're not listening, they're not comprehending. They don't understand his mission that he has to fulfill on the cross, and they don't want to believe it. They want things to go on the way they have been for three plus years. They can't help selfishly wanting for things to go on the way they are. I mean, for three years they've, they've been watching him teach. And they've been learning from him. They've been watching him heal the sick and the poor and the lame and the blind. They've been seeing him bring dead people to life. They've seen him make fish sandwiches for thousands of hungry people. They want this to keep going. And they love the way, you know, he gets at the Pharisees and yells at them and calls them hypocrites and brood of vipers. They like that. They want that to keep going. But they don't understand. mission has been in the works for a very long time. It's God's plan to cleanse his creation, to restore order and give mankind a chance to be back in a loving relationship with God. That's something that was lost so long ago in the Garden of Eden. But before we pick on these disciples, are we any different from them sometimes? Aren't we guilty of ourselves of sometimes worshiping too small a God? we often want him to do what we want him to do? Funny thing is, no sooner are they down off this mountain, this comes in another reading right after this, they come down to rejoin the disciples, and James and John tell Jesus they want him to do something for them. They want him to grant that they will be able to sit at his right hand and his left hand in the glory of his kingdom. Now Jesus by now was probably ready to shake them by the shoulders and say, you knuckleheads, don't you understand? Did you see what happened up there? Did you hear? No. But so it is with us today. We're the same way. Too often we want Jesus on our terms. We forget too often that Christianity is about serving God and loving each other as he loved us. It's about spreading the good news of Christ all over the world, starting with our families and friends, co-workers and yes, even our enemies, maybe especially our enemies, because Jesus not, not told us not to have enemies, but to forgive them just as he has forgiven us. Transfiguration story is a perfect lead into to Lent, which begins on Wednesday this really sets us up for the real transfiguration that will happen at the cross and the resurrection. When Jesus died on the cross, before he drew his last breath, he uttered, It is finished. And he wasn't talking about his life on earth being over. He was referring to the mission that he was given to do being finished. And he gave each of us a mission too it's important for us to remember that today because we have a mission it's called the Great Commission and we received it on Ascension Day when he said go ye therefore spread the gospel to all nations that includes Amsterdam, New York I don't know if you've noticed our sign out here and I don't know who did the lettering although I have a pretty good idea it says connecting people with Jesus Isn't that great? I wish I'd thought of that. But anyway, that's our job, to connect people with Jesus today. So let's get started today. And all God's people said,